Now the people's on top And to a lot they in the underdog slot But the fact is they're the champs of the AFC North A playoff berth is what they got Ain't had a shot since it was 2015 Hey, who they everybody? Welcome to um, who they are the 40s Long time, long time, long term Cincinnati Bengals podcast uh, Who they everybody? We are literally eight days away from Super Bowl 56 as your Cincinnati Bengals, our Cincinnati Bengals, head out to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, it's been a whirlwind week. We're going to talk a little bit about that, talk uh, some of our early thoughts on the game against the Rams. And I have a poll question that I put on Twitter and, you know, get some feedback from you guys once you listen to this on the line tonight. Uh, it's Big Hutch. Big Hutch, what's happening? Hello, all you happy people. If you're watching on YouTube, you don't really see him. He's faded into the background of his uh, background picture. You can't actually see him, so you just see the logo, which is fine, too. He probably yeah. prefers it that way. I'm here. Trust me. I'm here. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Shout out. To save your screen time. There you go. Shout out, Sandman. Uh, man, we saw your picture after the game. You got your Chase jersey, man. Uh, who day, brother? We, we miss you. We love you. And we know we'll get you back on here soon enough. But. Anyway, so one week out, Hutch. Um, how's this week been for you? You know, uh, it's been it's been For a real is the, t- yeah. the one word that comes up. It's mm. I think I uh, I think the I, I really think the football season's over with. But uh, I, in but in reality, I know there's one more week to go. In the last five years, and we've been doing this podcast uh, probably a little bit around that time, maybe even longer informally that the Bengals, at this point, we'd be talking about who they're going to draft. I mean, a few years ago, it was like, why hasn't Marvin been fired? And then under the first two years of Zach Taylor, like, well, who are they going to draft? Because we've been talking draft probably since, shit, November? You know, like, well, who are they going to get? Who are they going to sign? You know, they got to do something. They got to do something. Um, Hadn't thought about the draft. Honestly, not really. And the senior bowl is going on literally, I think, right now or earlier today. Hadn't thought about the senior bowl. Like, oh, you know, Bengals are coaching it one year, like under Zach Taylor. You know what I mean? Like, it's just none of those things that would be getting you straight to the offseason for non-playoff teams. We're already mixed up in that, but nothing at this point. Yeah, I'm not senior bowl. Right. I haven't paid any attention I, I'm all, I'm pretty sure what we're going to address next season, no matter what. But I, I, I mock draft. They, I mean, most of it's beyond shit. The second pick is pure speculation, anyway, mm-hmm. and even more so when you might be picking thirty-one or thirty-two. Yeah, it, it's just it's wild, you know. You know, think about that, and think the league year starts on like March the second or something like that like less than a month after the Super Bowl. I mean, so the Bengals, when they win, are going to go straight into the offseason. Like, I mean, it's like three weeks later and you're already in the offseason trying to figure out who's coming, who's going. You know, they have some contracts that they're going to need to fix, resign, do whatever. You know, they have, I think, the fifth uh, largest amount of cap space going into the offseason, upwards of $60 million, and that's without, you know, cuts to some people that you know are going to get cut. Um, so, and, um, and we're probably going to lose, lose one coach. Offensive yeah. Defense. Uh, well, I, I think that keeps coming up, but I don't think so. Like, I think most of those, what positions are still even open at this point? There are a mm-hmm. lot of feelings. New Orleans. Well, 
Well, New Orleans is open still. Um, Denver is still open. Right. Um, um, I think the yeah. I think the Bears and the no the Bears have been filled. Um, the Bears Jack, been, Jacksonville got Jacksonville. No, they just they took uh, Doug, Doug, Doug P- Purdue. P- Pender, yeah, Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. So I think there's maybe only a couple of positions in Houston. Yeah. I think those are the only positions that are still left. Uh, well, I get in Minnesota, I guess now that, oh no, they hired that, that young kid, I think. Um, they hired somebody with no, um, never, never called the plays and like 36 year old kid that, yeah. Sounds like somebody we know. Mm, just curious about that since he never called the plays, but you know, he's going to get a head coaching job. Anywho. All right. So yeah. So it's been a real week. I've, I've binged on everything, every Bengal podcast you could think about. Um, I've binged it all, man. I've listened to every episode prior to the Kansas City game. I didn't listen to a lot of those episodes. I went back and listened to those episodes too, you know, the previews for the game. I'm pretty full on, uh, Bengal information and knowledge. So let's look at some of the news from the week thus far. Uh, the Bengals are going to head out to Los Angeles on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. Um, but they've been practicing in Cincinnati. Uh, it's been a bad snowstorm in Ohio too. Um, uh, so they had to go to the facility at UC to go inside the dome to practice. We're going to talk about that in a little bit too. Um, so yeah, there's that, uh, at the end of the game, the Bengals opened up at, was it four and a half point underdogs, um, against the Rams or did it open at three and a half? I think it started at three and now the people got it to four. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of money out on the Rams. It makes sense. They're playing at home technically. Um, so it's not a surprise. Plus they have all the stars, you know, uh, so it's not surprising that a lot of money is moving that way. Um, injury news. There's two real major ones that all the other ones are, are, are what they are. The first one is the last couple of days, uh, right guard Jackson Carmen has missed the last two days of practice. He participated full on, I think Wednesday, but he missed uh, or Thursday and he missed Friday and today, uh, with a back issue. That's only an issue because him and Hakeem Adeniji were rotating snaps in Kansas City. And with Aaron Donald coming to town, you know, you may either want to <laughs> rotate them in for some consistency. But it also tells you just how much of a hole and a shithole uh, right guard is at this point, huh? That whole right side is just... But, yeah, yeah. but yeah. yes, uh, yes, Mr. Do- Mr. Donald will in- Donaldson will enjoy trying to kill them yeah uh, I, my thought is is that actually you probably want Jackson Carmen to play in that position because he's bigger and he's stronger uh than Akeem Adeniji he doesn't have the experience but he's not as light in the ass and I think um not being light in the ass is probably at least somewhat of an advantage in that situation um so uh I think they're probably hoping to have him in there for more snaps but who, who knows? Um, but yeah, that's obviously a spot that still needs to be fixed. The other injury news would be CJ Uzama, uh, who sprained his MCL in the game against the Chiefs. Did not look good going off on the cart and crying. Um, and then back on the sidelines on his crutches for the, um, uh, for the celebration. But that first MRI came back and there was no structural damage. It was just a sprain in the MCL. Obviously, he's not going to practice this week, but they are holding out hope and optimism that he is actually going to be able to play in the Super Bowl, Hutch, and that would be a huge, huge boost. 
Yeah, him coming back would be great. That would be real cool. Yeah, and even if he pulled a um, oh god, what's that dude from the Knicks? Uh, uh, you, you pulled it out a couple off. weeks ago. I did. Oh shoot! Now With I forget. Joe Walt Frazier. No, no, not Walt Frazier. The other one. God dog it! Now I can't remember after I dropped that. Well, yeah, it, it's a, it could be a symbolic gesture where you come off the bench and you know you only play a couple of plays and snaps or whatever, but the boost that it would give your team just knowing that you would risk it all, you know, to do that. In the same breath, since you only can dress 47 people, do you risk that? <laughs> Putting him out there when he's not actually able to fully produce the way, at least at 75% of what you would want, you know, you would, you know, have the extra lineman up or something as opposed to having him out there. What do you think? Um, Is it Willis Reed? That's it, yes, Willis Reed, yes. Uh, anyway. That would be cool to have if he can. He, I think he's better than Sample. Think. Think. Yeah. Um. Hopefully they can chip block or whatever, or do something. If you're going, yeah. If you're going to suit up, get out there and play. Well, I mean, I said this to you earlier today that I mean, you got two weeks to try to figure something out. You know, it's not like it's a week. Um, obviously there's needs to be some version of familiarity, which we'll talk about here, you know, with Zach Taylor coming from that staff. Um, so something should be able to be done there, but yeah, we'll get to it. But yeah, so hopefully CJ Uzama can play. Hopefully it's close to whatever percentage of himself. Obviously they're going to, you know, shoot him up with the good stuff. If it's any possibility today, he was on the rehab field, you know, out of the brace and doing, you know, on the bike and working on the, on the side. So, I mean, when that happened, I was like, oh shit, he's done, done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it did not look good at all. It didn't look good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't look good at all. All right. So we're only worried about the Rams injury news because I don't really know about enough about them and I got to be speculating about the Rams up before the game. But yeah, that would uh, be big if CJ can come out with a Willis Reed. Thank you. All right. Uh, also, on my week of consumption here about the media takes on the Bengals being in the Super Bowl. And there's been some pretty poor takes. I've run some people that I am fond of on here, Bomani Jones, uh, Michael Wilbon, you know, people that I'm really fond of in their sports opinions who are just, you know, flat out hating on the Bengals being in this game. Have you heard anybody that you know and respect that has just been saying some outlandish shit about the Bengals? Just as for the most, actually, I was just started listening really to yesterday and today was the first time I started listening to people because I was still in shock. And uh, everybody that I was listening to was like, hey, the Bengals, that I, I believe in this team, they made great moves over the over the uh, over the season. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that wasn't what you were saying about 10 weeks ago. Or yeah. maybe, whatever, yes, but um, I haven't heard too much negative. I, I've kind of turned these things off for the most part. Well, a lot of it was, you know, especially in the immediate aftermath of the game. Um, like, oh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, I like, oh, he must have been hurt or something like that, or you know, what were they saying? He lost the, the Chiefs lost the game. The Bengals didn't win it. You know, that toll take. Bengals are better, more lucky than good. Uh, those types of takes, you know, and then all the stuff about the, you know, 
Bengals being cheap, bringing up the old stories, you know, the lack of the, the, the dome, the inside dome and the old, you know, sharing jockstrap stories, the old, you know, can't take Gatorade home story, you know, like all of those old school. Your own TV yeah. Yeah. True or not true, <laughs> not true, exaggerated or not exaggerated, just bringing out like stuff out of the really out of the archives. And, you know, again, nobody's going to say that this is a great ownership group, but obviously it's gotten better over time. And that's probably not, um, was probably the the fact that they've done better over time the last few years. Oh, what's the other one? They have the smallest um uh scouting department. Like yeah, that, you know, all those types of things. Yeah, that's a classic too. They just don't even have enough scouts, you know. I, I right. listened to a podcast the other day, the Bengals have eight total scouts and the other teams got like, you know, thirty, twenty five ridiculous scouts. But I mean Hire me. In, yeah, if you're in the Super Bowl and the team that got 26 scouts ain't in the Super Bowl. Maybe that might, might want to save a little bit. of. They ain't probably getting paid a lot. Or maybe they are. Maybe whatever. they are. But yeah, I mean, but it's hard yeah, to justify uh, all those extra jobs when somebody, right. you know. Hey, that was the other I, thing. I like all, I don't want to make me unemployed, but I don't mm. know what you're doing. That's the other thing. All the Bengals hit, they hit on all their draft picks. I'm like. Mm, no, that's definitely not true either. Right. Um, they hit the last two years, that's for sure. But there were previous years where there were no hits, whiffs. Uh, so, lots right. of whiffs and misses, and right. you know, I'm not even close. Hell, that's the reason Marvin Lewis don't have this job. One of the many reasons is that there was just a bunch of years that they missed, and it just finally caught up to them. They used to have one of the deepest rosters in the league, and they were winning. And when they couldn't draft anymore or didn't draft well, it wasn't deep. And that's what wound up losing, you know, and running Marvin out of town. So, yeah, but that was that. Just kind of those media takes. You know, some people are, you know, getting on board. I even saw Stephen A., you know, giving praise. And I hate Stephen A. Uh, he, yeah, not his best whatever either. He's a Steelers fan, too. So that that, that explains a lot. Mm, well, he's a, yeah. I think he's a front runner. Well, I enjoy, I enjoy his cowboy trolling. I do enjoy that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, all right. So here's the poll question that I put on Twitter the other day, and um, I've got to get your take on it. And I, I think I know what your answer will be, and we'll probably be in disagreement here. All right, so Super Bowl week's coming. Everybody's headed out there. Uh, obviously a lot of former Bengals will be put in front of the TV. Probably mostly you'll see Chad everywhere, or TJ. Um, you know, I even saw Carson Palmer was like, you know, Hey man, go Bengals or whatever too. You can't come back home, Carson. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, man. You, you burnt the bridge hard. Well, keep going. I got, but, well, I'm just saying like, so, you know, there's going to be a bunch of people out there. Well, Carson lives in California, so you know, they're going to get him, but. My poll question was, all right, so shit was bad for the last five years of Marvin. First two years of what we call it was bad. You had a lot of hanger-ons or, you know, what we would call Marvin guys that were still there that they eventually wound up running off via trade, cuts, whatever. But some of those dudes were the backbones of that five-year run of being to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The poll question was, do you invite Marvin – and his guys to be on the sidelines for this game. 
And by Marvin guys, I mean like Gino, Gio, uh, Carlos, uh, 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 guy who AJ, like those dudes, Dalton. Do you invite them to be on the sidelines for the game or do you? Leave them off and you know, just and don't even worry about it because you know, Chad will be on the sideline. Uh, well, you know, Chad, just, yeah, uh, Chad will like, be there, yeah. I don't think Andy Dalton showing up, but, but uh, the you... answer is yes, I say invite them mm-hmm. because I mean, without I mean, they they did set a foundation and there should have been at least two playoff wins out of that group. I don't know how it was almost impossible not to get two wins, mm. but yes. Bring them all back. That that will make the that'll make the party that much better when we win. Mm, okay. See, I thought we would disagree on this. I was a, almost a hundred percent certain you'd be like, leave that mojo off the sideline. Uh, I agree. I think you should bring them all back, or at least invite them. Invite them. To I don't see. think Andy Dalton showing up because he I ain't has he even tweeted anything. I think he did. Yeah, he did. I, I yeah. haven't seen it or heard Pretty about much it. Yeah, pretty much everybody did that you would think that would. Um, like AJ did, like AJ's like, I had to reactivate my Instagram account just so I could say, you know, essentially go bank. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ did, Carlos did, Gino doesn't do anything, Sax don't do anything, Geo, like, I mean, a lot of the former dudes, um, you know, have really, you know, been like, hey, we let's go. My and, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I, I think that is, that is the move. Even if you don't have them on the sideline, you should definitely have them in the luxury boxes or whatever. Like, cause um, they are, I mean, that, that I might mean, be pushed at the luxury boxes, but, okay, sure, but, but, but you know, bring and you're going to have Icky there too. Yeah. yeah and he, Boomer and Kenny Anderson, like all of those dudes be should be whatever. there. But yeah, but yeah, it's like, right. If we, if this franchise wins the, wins the championship next Sunday, um, then yeah, I mean everybody's invited. I can't hell even fucking uh, Mister throw my shit up into the stands is invited. Corey, yeah, yeah, but see that's what I'm saying. But you, I'm, but I'm basing it really like on kind of Marvin's extended run, but like you know the dudes that are just flat out Marvin guys. Now, and did Marvin, you bring Pac-Man back? I don't know that he's necessarily a Marvin guy, but probably yes. Oh, oh, he'll try to show up. But that's what I'm saying. Like you should like I think. Look, I mean, is this who day over 40? We've been here for a long time. With and, and again, it didn't end well, and there were some years where it should have probably ended before. But without Marvin and his patience and his cajoling, his whatever, the Bengals would might lightweight still be in the past, sharing jock straps, Gatorades, and whatever. And he brought them into a modern form of a at least a mediocre to average NFL franchise once he took over. And without that, the job for anybody else, let alone what he handed off to Zach Taylor, would have been an absolute shit show. So I think there is should be a a moment of gratitude and a, a you know a a moment I of think, recognition for those players and he coach for I that think, happening. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yes, they should be recognized. For some reason, there'll be like a five to seven minute whatever at the at the uh, at the ticket parade 
He was there for what? 15, 16 years? 15, 16. Made he the playoff the, almost half the time. Yeah, seven times. And, yep. Yeah. That's in this franchise coming from the 90s, massively impressive. Oh, so, that's, oh, that's, I mean, most franchises that they go half of 15 years. Right. Then that's, that is very impressive considering that I don't think any of them people are going to the Hall of Fame. And again, where they came from, like, you know, updating, like, the weight room, like, all of that stuff was all Marvin. And, again, we had a conversation earlier about, well, if they had opened up the checkbook for Marvin, like, the way they just did for Zach the last two years in free agency, it's a possibility that they would have won a playoff game because they would have gotten some pieces that they would have needed to cover up as opposed to trying to sign C-level free agents and or draft picks to fill those spots. Mm -hmm. But – you know, he's gotten to a certain point and that's he, you know, I think that should be recognized. So I, but again, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not an unsuperstitious person. I don't know if I want all that bad mojo on the sideline either. I'm not, I, I understand that part too. If somebody said no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I could understand that too. I mean, that's, they might be a distraction. Uh, they might, well, I know. I'm guessing that Ocho, Chad Ocho, whatever he is. Yeah. He, yeah, right, he, he want right. I, yeah, I mean, we got business to take care of. Take yeah. care of business. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not again. This ain't college. You know, this ain't like all the former players on the sideline type of situation. So that's what I'm saying. But do you and you know make them a part of something of that? You know, again, luxury box, something, but. You know, in, to have in, in them the there. ticker tape parade, put them in the next to last car, mm. come on. <laughs> and let them, yeah. let them come on through. Yeah, as they go through Dealey Plaza, come on, man, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> that's oh. terrible. Mm. All right, so yeah, that was the poll question. But honestly, on Twitter, it was mostly like, "Get no, don't put these people out on the sideline." I was surprised. It was like eighty-three to set something like seventeen percent. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. All right. So let's talk about the game as a little bit of a look ahead. Um, just a couple of things. Do you see any ad- advantages that the Bengals have? I have a couple. Do you see any advantages that the Bengals have or any disadvantages that they have? The advantages that, I mean, well, they, they got, they're the home team. They, I guess they get the nice lockers. Okay. <laughs> um, so, it's, I mean, I pay. After you get past the Chiefs, everybody else you could play ain't the Chiefs. So mm-hmm. I think they have a everybody else you can. I don't expect them to put up or think they can put up 24, 30 something points in a half. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, the number is 24. It's been 24. You keep the other team under 24 or at 24, you can win, Jesse. You can win. Right. Yeah, I, I think the Bengals and you're going to surprise on one of these. I think obviously they have the quarterback advantage for sure. Um, like that's not anybody that tells you otherwise is lying to themselves. That's just a given. But I also think they might have a lightweight coaching advantage, too. And even though this is um, McVeigh's second time in this game, right. it's not like that 
Jack, Zach Taylor isn't a hundred percent familiar about what, you know, McVay wants to do. You know, right. he was the quarterback's coach. He was other. the wide. Yeah. But I mean, but think about it like this. McVay doesn't know him. All he knows him as is the receivers coach and the quarterback coach. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't know him as, you know, what kind of plays he's going to call or whatever. He just knows him as one of his assistants. It wasn't like he was the offensive coordinator calling the play. So now I, I think, I mean, I think they have a relationship. I mean, a professional, they definitely have a professional relationship, but I mm. think they know each other. You know, they got some, you kind of know the people that you work for and they should know you. Mm. They, I mean, you know the names of the wife, you know the names of the kids, or I think you do, you should. I think that there is going to, they, they know each other. I don't think it's an advantage for either one of them. Mm-hmm. Even out, right? Yeah, I just I think those are two advantages or whatever. I think some disadvantages are you know, experience. You know, I do think coaching in that game before, as well as the fact that he got himself and his high-powered offensive genius embarrassed by I think when they scored six points against the Patriots in that loss, mm, um, three points. Yeah, it was not good, and three. So there's that. And that, you know, and I think the experience of being in the big game, you know, there are some players that have been in that game that is not going to, you know, be overwhelming for them. You know, your Von Millers, your Aaron Donalds, you know, at least on the defensive side, you know, they've been through this and some of the players that, you know, were on the team that lost a couple of years ago. So I think that is an advantage. I don't know that the Bengals have anybody with Super Bowl experience that anybody they bring over played in this game before. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. So they don't have any person has been in the game except for Zach Taylor, who was the drivers or the whatever quarterbacks coach or whatever it was at the time. So I think that's a big advantage for them because they'll know how, you know, it, it they should. Of, what do you think about uh, our former left tackle? Um, I mean, I think he's been pretty clear that this is going to be his last game. Um, and, you know, from what I see and read, you know, he's kind of on his last legs. And I think that probably Trey Hendrickson could probably take advantage of that at some point. You know, the getting we'll get into it later in the week or whatever. But look, um, Matthew Stafford, and I mean, we're going to just put it on 100 because that's what we know. We lived through his era at Georgia. It's not like he wasn't a good quarterback. He was, but he but. He's a beloved dog here. Yes. And most of, and most of the Georgia people uh, are rooting for the Rams because half their team is fucking, uh, still got Georgia ties. Yeah. Like but, six or seven players. But also in his time while he was there, it wasn't like, you know, the bigger the game got, the better he played. It oh, he was sucked. quite the opposite. Oh, he sucked. And, um, so in Detroit, he was that dude too, you know, like he made the playoffs the one time, but you know, there's going to be a, he's, you're going to get an opportunity to one sack him because he can't really move. And then two, he's going to put the ball in danger and you need to make those interceptions and, and you know, and turn him over. That's and it. And he had a, he had a hall of fame wide receiver yes. to carry him and they still figured out ways to, to lose. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then again, you know, look, in Detroit's a terrible franchise. We know that. We know terrible franchises. We from certainly know and can relate. But, 
you know, it's it's just going to be an opportunity there. Like I said, that's why the Bengals have the advantage, you know. And, again, the bigger the lights are for Joe Burrow, the better he plays. So I don't think if they wind up losing, God forbid, it'll be because of Joe Burrow. I don't think that'll be the reason. So let's let's get it on, man. You know, eight days away. I'm excited. I'm nervous as hell. I'm not 100% certain. If you've been listening to these last few weeks, I'm not 100% certain I'll make it to the end. I would really like to, uh, I would really like for that to happen without me having, you know, a heart attack. So, yeah. All right, man. So eight days. We'll probably get at least one more in here before the start. How, now, how are you on Super Bowl Sunday? Cause we haven't been in this position, obviously, in years. Um, how are you on this? Like, cause even when the team isn't in it, like generally speaking, one, I'm not sure. I generally don't care. So I don't watch any pregame stuff, like not a minute, not a, a show, not like literally nothing. And I don't think that's going to change even with the Bengals in it, because I just all that talking and talking from like nine in the morning and the kickoff until six. I just can't take it. What do you think? I'm I'm not a big fan of all that yappity yap. I usually mm-hmm. watch these football games with the sound down. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah, just, I um, and I'm not. Yeah, I don't like all the pregame. I don't mm. watch the halftime shows usually, yeah. and I don't watch the post game. So yeah. that's me. Yeah, pregame, the pregame performance. Oh, they're gonna do America Beautiful, but then the other one's gonna do the Star Spangled Banner. I'm like, I can't take it. Like, just get me to the kickoff. The kickoff here is so the coin toss is sponsored by. I'm like, oh, oh my God, just end it, please, God. So I, I don't anticipate that changing. So I, I will need looking to try to find to do something for with myself for all of those many hours before that happens. Um, so there's that. Uh, but we'll get to it when we get to it. And uh, I mean, again, when the Bengals win, not if, when the Bengals win, there will be a very strained voiced, probably oh. emotional podcast that comes on after that. It'll from be, the Who Day Over 40 crew? It might be a two-day window because yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I lost a little bit of my life <laughs> right. uh, last Sunday. <laughs> so yes. I have no right. If if we win the Super Bowl and it's – Win. You know, hey. Win. No ifs. When they win the Super Bowl. Motherfucker, you got to watch the whole game first. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, they so, still winning without me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway – when they mm-hmm. win the Super Bowl, I will be so whatever. I I mean, I'd be pretty, pretty. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to bringing y'all that podcast when they win. So, <sighs> who day, everybody. All right. You got extra music, man? What? Uh, damn it. Um, well, he's thinking about that, by the California way. California uh, love. <laughs> oh, okay. And they're performing in the Super Bowl. Right, you know, right Dr. Dre. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Hope the Tupac uh hologram don't show up. Um it might. It might, yeah. And um yeah, while we're queuing up California Love, if you haven't done so, try to ask your Google or your Alexa, you know, hey Google or Alexa, who's gonna win the Super Bowl? Uh, you will probably be surprised by the answer. So just go ahead and do that when you get a chance. It won't play well over like a Zoom video, so I won't really do it here. But uh, yeah, go ask for sure. All right. So as Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and 
Tupac start to play us out here. Yeah, damn. R.I.P. 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 The other one lost half they lose. Yeah, R.I.P. These major and half of my fucking beast pill just stopped working. So I'm pissed of off. Of course. All right. So as that is starting to play us out, I am producer of this podcast. I'm producer Shiesty like this week. You know, not Joe Shiesty, but producer Shiesty. I'm producer Shiesty, and I'm signing out. Uh, Hutch, go ahead and sign off. Uh, bet the under and uh, who day? day, everybody. We'll see you next week for sure, and hopefully. Sunday, probably Monday morning, eleven o'clock. Sunday, eleven o'clock. Weekend, that's just going on to about it'll be eleven thirty by the time this is We'll see you for the aftermath. Peace, everybody. Good. Even Hollywood trying to get a
always do it on this west side Cause you and I know it's the best side Yeah That's right West Coast West Coast 